Welcome to Nebraskanomics, where we help Nebraskans remove barriers to opportunity with policy research and legislative advice. I'm your host, Jim Vocal, CEO of the Platt Institute, a Nebraska-based think tank promoting policies that make it easier to get a good job, start a business, and help Nebraskans keep more of what they earn. If you want more economic freedom in Nebraska, then let's get started. My guest today is the executive director of a new Nebraska-based nonprofit journalism outlet, the Flatwater Free Press, which launched in 2021. Thank you, Matt, for leading that important work and joining me today on Nebraskanomics. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. All right. Back in October of 2021, the Flatwater Free Press launched its first government transparency project, and the Platt Institute is a proud sponsor of that project. Uh, this is a searchable and sortable database of salaries within every state Nebraska department. Why did your organization decide to develop this database and how is that information being used? I mean, the why is really straightforward. Transparency is the lifeblood of democracy. If we're not able to understand what our government is doing, how can we be expected to play a role in what it does, right? That's the theory of the whole thing. We're super grateful that you guys are a sponsor of that. I feel like you've always been behind these transparency efforts that I've done personally, even when I was at the World Herald. And I'll be honest, the way it's been used has kind of surpassed my wildest expectations. The number of times that I see it coming up in media around the state as they talk about, you know, this person let this post, maybe under interesting circumstances, how much were they paid? And that really can change the story, right? If they're paid $45,000, it's a little different than if they're paid six figures plus. It's just become a contextual point and something that people can look to to answer quickly that question about how much these public servants make. The other bit that I'm really excited about with it is at a certain point, we made an addition that put overtime in there as well. And that was really eye-opening to me and to a lot of the folks who read it as well, just how, how much people could augment their, their base pay through overtime. I feel like that's come up a lot as well as, as people have covered the thing or written about their own servants in their part, neck of the woods. So who's using this website? Who are the users on the other end, would you say? Yeah, it's all over the place. I will say I can tell every time that you guys send it out in a newsletter because we can see traffic spike. There's a lot of journalists who use other employees at the department. I think that's been kind of fascinating to me. It's really a cross-section of people who are intrigued in how government works and maybe how it could work better. We get feedback all the time from just regular Joes, right? There's no rhyme or reason as to why they're paying attention, but they'll be sorting through there and they'll find something that sticks out to them. One that I always go back to is we got a tip about two people who were hired on the same date in an agency or in a department that was run by their father. Pretty good tip. And it didn't come from anybody. It just came from somebody who sort of knew these people right. and was curious and started poking around. You recently announced some changes, some updates to the database. You want to walk us through what new yeah. information has been added? Yeah, I'm really excited about what we're doing here. Uh, as you and I had discussed, last year was really the first volley, starting with those state salaries and state overtime. And then we wanted to build out from there. And this is our first year where we're kind of making good on that promise. Nebraska is a big state. We've got 93 counties. We've got a couple hundred cities. So it's tough to pick out where to go after those, the state, which obviously encompasses all of us. But we decided to start with the five largest counties. So we picked those off. This includes the county governments in you know, Douglas County, Lancaster County, on down the line to, I believe Buffalo is the fifth largest. Don't hold me to that. But what we got is the same thing we got for the state, base pay and overtime for every single employee. We've done that. We made that update. We rolled it out last week. And again, already we're seeing the people just kind of come poke around in their neck of the woods. What's really exciting this time around is you can see 
geographically how it bears out. We've got folks from, you know, Grand Island or Sarpy County, and they're looking at the folks in their neck of the woods, which really, it makes sense, but it's gratifying. We touched on this before, but this project centers around the idea of transparency, which is an important principle here at the Platt Institute. Can you speak to why transparency is important to your organization, the Flatwater Free Press? Yeah, it's how we get to do what we do. And really, it's, I hate to get all philosophical here with you, but that's the whole belief. The press is in the First Amendment, freedom of the press, but part of that comes with the, the understanding that it's there for a reason. It's there so we can hold our power accountable. Government is the power. We can't do that without transparency, whether it be salaries, which is pretty basic, kind of the least we can do, to every dollar that's spent, I think. Contracts is another place I'd like to play, taxing. We need to understand the building blocks of how our government operates. We filed suit against one state agency because they wouldn't give us certain emails. That's how we keep an eye on our government. That's how we as journalists do what we do. We have to have transparency of all these things. We have to be able to have them open the books and we should legally be allowed to see those books open before us. We believe in transparency because it's how we do anything. If not for transparency, we would only be allowed to, you know, react at a press conference and always be in that reactionary mode to what government thinks the story should be. And that's not how this works. In your organization's short tenure, the Flatwater Free Press has established itself as a pretty important voice in the Nebraska media landscape. What are some of the future plans for the organization and how can our listeners and audience get involved? Well, that's really kind of you to say. I agree. It's it's kind of blown away my wildest expectations about what we can do. Our work is read by 500,000 Nebraskans week in and week out, which is astonishing to me. I, I thought it would take us years to reach that level, and here we are. You know, the way that people can get involved, I hate to bring it up, we've got a tips at platwaterprepress.org. We look at every single one that comes through. We get 100 tips a month from people with different stories that they think we should look into. Some of them are great. Some of them aren't so great. The list that we have is is kind of daunting. We only do 10 stories a month. You're not your daily newspaper. We never aspire to be, and we'll never get to all those tips that come through, but we do, we do get to them at some point. We do look at them. We do make decisions based on them. That's one way that I, I love, especially your folks that are involved in plans too. I would love some tips from those people about things that they're seeing going on. Subscribing. We send a newsletter out once a week. It does very well. That doesn't cost anything. And you can just sign up at our website very easily. Those are two ways that anyone can get involved in what we're up to and at least see what we're doing. As we wrap this up, what are your future plans for the transparency website? What should our listeners expect as far as levels of government that might be encompassed with the transparency data? I mean, I think sky's the limit to what we can do. We'll never achieve it. But my dream would to be every year updating every single government, anything in Nebraska, cities, school districts, university, all down the line. That's probably not realistic, as you know, the process, even forgetting the couple of counties that we added this year, is pretty arduous. I'm not saying it's it's not malfeasance. In some cases, it's just ignorance as to how to get that information out of whatever systems they're kept in. But it's it's a hard process with a lot of hand holding and then you have to clean it up on the back end. If we were to do that for every single government in the state, it would be more than a full-time job. We'd have a little army doing it. But I do think we want to make steps in that direction year in and year out. And that's my goal. Matt, thanks for joining me today on Nebraskanomics and updating us on the transparency website, your important work. And we certainly wish you much success and we look forward to our continued partnership. 
Thanks for having me and likewise. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want more economic freedom in Nebraska, please visit platinstitute.org to make a donation to help fund our research and advocacy. Or you can subscribe to our newsletter and learn about today's most important issues facing Nebraskans. It's time to stop the status quo. Let's remove economic barriers and make Nebraskans proud.